Welcome to the SQL Podcast. My name is Andrew Mayock, and I'm going to teach you how to be the best of woman's head inside and outside the bedroom. Now, the vision we have for um, Sexual Quantum Leap is so men can have mind-blowing sexual experiences with women they care about. But before we give you mind-blowing sexual experiences with women you care about, you may be thinking, fuck, I have premature ejaculation. I have PE and I have erectile dysfunction. But today, what we're going to be um, primarily focused on is premature ejaculation and first and foremost from the bottom of my heart i just want to say you're not fucked up and you're not broken because a lot of men think you know what they're stuck like this for the rest of the um, rest of their life and it is completely not true so i've got an amazing guest today who's going to be talking about his experience how he had crippling premature ejaculation that really held him back in all his um, interactions with women in the regard of like you know what i hope i don't come too quickly i hope i don't like um fuck it up and i know if you're a man listening to this a lot of the times men actually go through these thoughts and if this is you i'm speaking to you because we're going to be talking about his experience we're going to be talking about how he got through that, where he was before, and where he is now. And I want to tell you how you can cure this without pills, sprays, and the feeling like, you know what, I have to, I'm stuck, no, sorry, you're, without feeling like you're stuck like this for the rest of your life. Now, before we um, move on, I just want to say, Thank you very much for tuning in today. It's an absolute pleasure that I really get to share with you from the bottom of my heart and share this message about sexuality so you can have the sexual experiences that you've always wanted. If you want to learn um, tonight how to give a woman a mind-blowing sexual experience with your hand and give her multiple orgasms, what you can do is go to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast and no, so you can go to the Sexual Quantum Leap um, website and you can download your free pussy massage guide and you can learn how to give women multiple orgasms with your hands tonight. Now, with that all being said, I just want to give a really... Big warm introduction to the main man Gabriel Gray. Awesome stuff. Okay, I'm very glad to be here on the SQL podcast and excited to share. So with um, Gabriel, we've had him on the podcast before, and he's always given absolutely. Close. So Gabriel is a world class dating coach. He's been looking into stuff for over ten years, and he's really um, helped me on my journey about meeting women as well. But what I really want to elaborate on today is because he's had such excessive experience with women, he's had like. Um, premature ejaculation problems and it's so beautiful that he's here today to actually explain this about what it's like even though he's had so much sexual experiences with women so I actually like talk to guys like if they're having like troubles with actually meeting women I go go talk to Gabriel and Gabriel's from Surgical Pickup so you can actually go if you want to know more about his stuff you can hit me up about that later but really today we're going to dive into depth about his understanding and his journey with premature ejaculation do you want to break that down for us man how it all began for you? Yeah, for sure. So, um, obviously, it's interesting for me. So, as Andrew said, I've been on the podcast before sharing a lot of uh, value on dating, how to meet your dream girl, how to find your girlfriend, how to meet lots of girls. And for me personally, even though I have had tons and tons of experiences, what I found is, and I'm open to sharing this because I know there's lots of guys that have uh, similar issues. I found that even though I was having tons of experiences with women, and I really, my dating life, my game was really, really uh, top-notch, very uh, much happy with my dating life. There was many times where I would be having sexual experiences and I would have PE. I would come too soon and premature ejaculation. And lots of the times it was very frustrating. Okay, very frustrating because, um, and lots of guys think, oh no, Gabriel, you've got everything handled. You're this uh, top world's leading dating coach, all of this type of stuff. But I had a lot of issues. And the thing is, 
Um, I, because I'm in this area, I'm researching a lot about dating, always l- learning about women and psychology. And I read a lot of stuff about improving my, uh, like getting these handled, like really mastering my sex life. But to be honest, nothing really, um, really did, like nothing really worked. Nothing really helped me. Okay. And just at times when I didn't want it, I just had PE. Okay. It just, uh, it just came, it just crept in. And, uh, the, the thing is like, it's, it really was a horrible experience because every time I was getting PE, every time I was coming when, uh, before I wanted to come, um, I didn't have the sexual experience that I wanted. Okay. And especially me, um, I was thinking, you know what, um, I'm getting all these girls and, uh, like maybe in this specific situation, I want to give this girl this amazing experience, amazing sexual experience, but I just came too soon. And then I was mm. thinking, okay, well, I um, really need to make a change. And the thing is, I, I, like, I want to always improve each area. So then I met uh, Andrew and met him in Poland, in Warsaw. And uh, even when I heard that he teaches um, sex, he helps guys with sexuality, all of these types of things, I thought, you know what, um, what am I going to learn from this guy? Like, I've read things online, um, like, he's probably not going to teach me anything. And then uh, what's cool, we became friends, and Andrew invited me to his program. Uh, he also came to check out my live program. And what was cool is, on the program itself, like, I was very open-minded. Like, I thought, look, this is going to be cool. I'm going to learn things that I don't know. But I didn't really expect that I was going to learn things that are actually going to be big breakthroughs for me where, where I was at. And the thing is, it completely changed. Like what I learned on his live program literally transformed my sexual experiences. And lots of guys always tell me, they always say to me, look, you probably had everything sorted. Uh, you've slept with tons of women. You know exactly what you're doing. And the thing is, I wasn't focused on this area and I had issues with uh, on this area just like anyone else. But after going on Andrew's um, live program, his retreat, and then applying all the exercises, working hard after the program with whatever he told me to do, I actually started to see drastic transformations, okay? And now it's like, not only am I competent in this area where it's like, you know what, I don't really have PE anymore. It's not just competent. Now I actually feel, you know what, I've got certain like, um, whether it's tricks, mindsets, strategies, I've got certain things that I can do that no other guy knows. And I thought I knew lots of stuff about sex, but I've got certain things now to give women insane sexual experiences that it's actually, I feel sorry for lots of women that they're not actually getting this. And I got all of this from his retreat. I overcame my PE. I actually um, went for lunch uh, uh, with Andrew the other day and, uh, basically was telling him like look obviously i've um handled the girl situation like uh for me i know i can just go out and meet a perfect girl wherever i am but there was always that that splinter in my brain there was always this thing knowing that am i going to get pe am i going to come too soon with this girl am i not is it uh, like what's going to happen there was always those thoughts and now it's completely eradicated and the the thing is obviously we'll get deeper into this um what I would say, for me, the big change was, number one, was going on his retreat. That was a big, big transformation. I think 
lots of guys don't actually realize how much a live program can help if you have these types of issues. And number two, it's really also understanding, just like with with women, if you suck with women, it's the same thing if you suck in bed, that it's, um, or if you have any issues in bed, that it's okay. Um, it's okay. Don't identify with your issue. It's not, it uh, doesn't mean anything about you. And now I look back and I even have a journal and I look back at some of the sexual experiences that I that I had in the past and I wrote down some things like, you know what, I, I came too quickly here. Um, I didn't give her the experience that she wanted. And I, I look back to that and I, it doesn't even resonate with me anymore because now I feel like thanks to Andrew, I've come full circle and um, it's just not an issue anymore. So it's just pretty awesome. I know I spoke a lot there, but yeah, that's pretty much everything. Yeah, bro, appreciate it. And the reason I'm doing this with Gabriel is because, as I said, he's had tons of experiences with women. And he was like, oh, fuck, if I just have sex with more women, maybe it will go away. He even told me that. And it's like, these things are going to still arise until you know what to do. And the thing is, I say it again, time and time again, every time this podcast, you're not fucked up and you're not broken because so many men think like, how do you feel, man? Like, Because I know, like, please explain from your experience, like, like, the experience of feeling embarrassed, alone, not knowing who to, tur- to um, turn to and feeling like all the shame and guilt when you come too quick and you have to look at a girl and you kind of have to explain yourself, which is fucking humiliating. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's interesting because also after being in Andrew's world for a bit, um, going on his retreat, like all of these types of things, speaking to a lot of um, his students, even my students that are intru- interested in Andrew's stuff, it's interesting to see how... Almost every guy has some issues, but no guy ever wants to talk about it. But mm, yeah. deep down, just just like me, I was yeah. There was a lot of shame. Also, I was thinking, you know what? Um, I'm a fucking uh, whatever. I've uh, world leading dating coach. I've got this handled. Um, I know I can go out and get tons and tons of women. But the thing is, I was always thinking, you know what? Like, why why do I have this issue? What's what's wrong with me? Okay, there was the little thoughts like that. And the thing is. Um, just like Andrew said, and uh, it's one thing just listening to it, but it really uh, stuck with me over his program. I really internalized it. The whole thing of, you know what? It's you. You aren't fucked up. You aren't. Uh, it's not like it's not just you. Because lots of people, even when it comes to women, it's the same thing. They think that okay, they have approach anxiety or they can't attract a girl. They're the only one with problems. And the reason why guys think this is because no one speaks about it. So surely if no one's speaking about it, you're the only one with the problem because no one else is talking about it. So the thing is, just because other people aren't talking about it, let me tell you, they still have these problems. You are just the same as uh, I was. I was just man enough to basically say, you know what, I've got this problem. And even though Andrew's my friend and I was lucky enough to uh, be invited to his program, I still told him the issues that I have. And... I think that's a that's a big thing, whether it comes to your dating life or issues with uh, your sexual experience, your sex, sex life. It's be man enough to own your issues and basically say, you know what, I'm going to overcome them. Even though no one's talking about their issues doesn't mean that you're the only one that has them. Yeah, and you don't have to suffer in silence, 100%. And the, the thing is, you'll realize, and this may be you, we talk to like amazing men on a daily basis because of um, the work we do incredible men they look like super like smart they ask me super smart professional men who like have maybe businesses going entrepreneurial into personal development and then behind closed doors they tell us their deepest darkest secrets and sometimes usually it's like they feel so embarrassed to tell everyone else and because we're talking about the ed today 
Like 60 to 70% of men I talk to go through premature ejaculation or erectile dysfunction. It is like, that is from my own statistics of the people I've worked, to, uh, worked with and the thousands of men I've talked to over the years. And the thing is, they won't usually say this um, publicly because they go, fuck, I don't even know who to turn to. Is this curable? I probably should go to the doctor and get some pharmaceuticals, but I'm not going to even go into the pharmaceuticals because it's like when you consistently are taking um, dick pills, fucking Viagra's, shit like this over time, it does have an effect on your body. And you can go look and do the research on your own, but that's why we talk about doing this naturally. And we're going to be talking about a lot in the future, more about the remedies, the herbs, the oils and stuff like that as well. Yeah, for sure. And like even me in the in my past, I used uh, uh, found creams. I also went to the mm. the the doctor just to ask if there was anything, and he recommended this numbing cream and all the stuff. But I I knew deep down that like no, this is all. There's mental issues. There's competence issues. There's exercises that are probably are missing. There's techniques that are missing. I just uh, didn't know where to get that information. And basically, I said, okay, well, you know what? Just going to keep having this issue here and there and uh, whatever. But then when I met Andrew, I realized, okay, there's no need to ever have this. And it's, I like what you said there. There's no need to suffer in silence. And like 60 to 70% of people have these types of issues because it's the same thing. Like we meet, as you said, we meet so many amazing guys. And what most people don't understand, especially whoever's listening to this, is just like Andrew said, we meet... Uh, guys that are, they've handled their business life financially free, all of these things, but they have major issues in bed. Or I uh, also I meet so many guys also. They're financially free, they're healthy, they fit, they're good looking, they they have amazing lives, but they don't know how to approach a woman. And even if they do, they have no idea what to say. And they're going to be honest with me. I don't know what to say to a beautiful girl, and I know she's going to reject me. And the thing is, you start to think, hold on. Like, everyone else is looking in and thinking these guys have their shit handled. But deep down, they've got the same issues. They've got the same insecurities. And the thing is, um, yeah, you can get over them. That's the, the big th- I think one of the big things that I've learned over the years is just because you have certain issues doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, it's not your choice to have these issues. That could be, I mean, Andrew teaches a lot. It could be about your childhood, your upbringing, your thoughts around masturbation, all of these things. It's not your decision to have them, but it's your decision to keep and, and to have a life that still has these issues. It's not your decision that uh, what happened to you. Uh, it's, it's not your choice what happened to you, but it's your choice to remain the same. Okay, that is if you, if you don't want to make a change and actually get your sex life sorted, overcome uh, premature ejaculation, that is your choice. And I don't feel sorry for anyone that's, that knows this information is available to them, but they don't actually act on it because that actually is your choice. It's not your choice to have PE, but it is your choice to keep it forever. Yeah, that 100%. And do you know what it is for both of us? We see this time and time again. And the thing is, guys, this may be you. And if you're listening to this, it's like, you can lie to everyone you want. Like when when your fucking friends ask you, or your family ask you, or like acquaintances or work colleagues ask you, go, oh, how's your dating life? Have you found that amazing woman? You're like, yeah, I'm dating, and you're you're not, but you realize you're you're, you're going home and you're watching um you're watching fucking um shit porn, and then you're basically just like going to bed, and you you know you're dating really under your uh, the women who you don't really want to be with. And the thing is, we we actually t- spoke to a guy the other day, like very good looking, six foot four 
jacked guy and has his business together and all his life and all his areas of life and then when he came to um um gabriel and i like just talking about that he goes bro there's some stuff that i'm struggling with in in bed pretty much the stuff we're talking about today and then to gabriel he said you go he goes you know what i'm only dating well below um because he goes because of what i look like people think i'm having a lot of attractive women in my life or i've got this beautiful partner but really man i'm so dissatisfied with this area of my life yeah, and it's it's interesting. Like as Andrew said, like you can lie to everyone else, but there's no need to lie to yourself because the the thing is, everyone on the surface. I mean, that, that's the world we live in. That's the society we live in. We don't want to show our vulnerabilities to everyone on a daily basis. Um, but the thing is, like every guy has certain issues, um, and it's okay. That's that's the first thing to realize. Like if you're struggling with. Um, Let's say you at university or something, you're struggling with um, mathematics or accounts. You're not going to be embarrassed. You're just going to think, okay, I need extra lessons. If you're struggling with maybe you're not in the best shape, you're just going to think, okay, maybe I need a personal trainer. But yes, I understand. The moment it comes to girls, your dating life or your sex life, now there's, there's issues. Now it's like, I shouldn't, I'm a man. I shouldn't be struggling with my dating life. I shouldn't be struggling with my sex life. That's not me. I'm not a loser. But the, the thing you need to understand is just because you're struggling with those areas, it doesn't mean that you're a loser. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. All it means is, okay, just like if you're struggling with maths, okay, make the choice or you're struggling with uh, fitness, whatever, make the choice to say, look, I'm aware that I'm struggling with this. It doesn't mean that I'm a terrible person. It just means that I need some help and that's it. Because otherwise, all these things, like, let me tell you, like premature ejaculation or even uh, being uh, terrible with women or not meeting your dream girl, all of these things, it's just going to eat you up inside day by day. You're going to come up with rationalizations um, why it's okay or why it's okay that you still have these problems. But the most important thing is that to understand that that's like the way I see it is you shouldn't be having these problems. Like once you find them out, you should try fix them and you shouldn't be having all these issues for the rest of your life like there shouldn't be a world that you live in where for the next 40 years from now you have pe um that shouldn't exist there shouldn't be a world where you live in where for the next 30 40 years you don't know how to attract a girl a random girl those things shouldn't be happening but the thing is because guys are so scared to reveal this and they're so scared to face it what does this mean about me am i a loser they're so scared to face it that they'd actually rather keep the problems than actually get help. That's a big thing. Even even if I'm on a call with a guy who's um, a candidate for the retreat or an event, even him, just even if he doesn't qualify for the event for whatever reason, at the same time, he is like being able for the first time maybe in 20 years that he's been alive or 40 years or even the oldest guy I've worked with was 65 years old. He goes, it's the first time I've been able to actually have a conversation about this with someone where I didn't feel judged and I felt heard. Because that's the thing in a lot of ways as well. People are always constantly judging you about your dating life, the partner you're choosing, um, you, your sex life, like things like this. When I say your sex life, it's more about like who's your sexual partner. So it more ties into the stuff that Gabriel does attracting your dream partner. And then you've got your, your, your parents. Is it like, is it the right religious um, beliefs that she has? Like, or is it the right um, upbringing that she's come from? Like all this stuff. It's like you're constantly under so much fire. And sometimes it's more depending on your culture. And sometimes it's less. But at the same time, like my goodness, it's like, 
like Gabriel is here talking about he's like he's been through that premature ejaculation and he's come out the other side naturally. He's gone through like he's had an extensively rough upbringing when it comes to um, his dating life. Like um, when I say that, not so much his personal life. I just mean like he like being um, he was terrible with women, exceptionally one of the worst worst I've seen. And now like living with him like. Um, and seeing this and how many women that he has in his life and the connections he has, it's it's phenomenal. It's like it's really a testament to the work that he's done. But he's always like, you know what? And this is the, I heard this the other day, and I forgot what philosopher said this. It's like if you go easy decisions, um, hard life, hard decisions, easy life, or something like that. And then when you do um, hard decisions, easy life. So then when you're consistently going, all right. I'm going to talk about my erect, um, um, premature ejaculation or your erectile dysfunction or you're going to talk about how you're not attracting the women who you want. That is the first step moving forward and then finding someone. And if you resonate with myself or Gabriel, reach out. We would love to get this area of your life handled. He'll help you meet your dream partner and I'll help you deal with all the stuff that's going in the bedroom. And then when you can deal with that, then you can give her mind-blowing sexual experiences, and that's where we see it. Just it's a it's a win-win. It's and it's a constantly an ascension process from there. Yeah, for sure. Like the the thing that I would say is also just be like no ego, be completely honest with yourself. Because the thing is, like even me, it's very easy um, for me. It could have been easy. It's also a little bit of an ego hit for me to come on this podcast and basically say, you know what? Even though I'm a dating coach, I still had um, issues with. PE, premature ejaculation, things like that. But the thing is, um, that doesn't define me. I know I'm also mm. working on certain things, okay? I'm also improving my sex life just like anyone else. So the thing is, you need to be completely honest and drop your ego. And basically, if you suck with women, then basically just be willing to admit that, be willing to own that and say to yourself, you know what? I suck with women, I need help, okay? I need help meeting the woman that I want to meet. Or, you know what? I've got premature ejaculation, um, or other issues, and that's a fact. I've just got it, and I need help. Instead of trying to hide away and uh, have your ego, because yes, we, me and Andrew understand. Like there is a lot when it comes to women and your sex life, your dating life, and your sex life. The ego is very tied in. People think if you're bad in bed, it means you're a loser. If you can't get the girls you want, it means you're a loser. Um, and the ego is really wrapped up in that, but. That's just society. It's because of all the social conditioning telling you, okay, if you're not with a hot girl, you are a loser. If you're not uh, having sex like you see on porn, you're obviously a loser. But the the thing is, like, that's not true. That's that's society's value system. You also need to understand, you know what? If you're having issues, what the best way to get them handled is firstly be like own them. Firstly, own your issues. Um, like, there's no point. You're not helping anyone by trying to hide away from the fact that you're not happy with your dating life or your sex life, like be willing to say that and even be willing to tell your friends. If you tell your friends like, you know what, I'm not happy with my sex life, like I'm, uh, I've got PE, I'm coming, uh, premature ejaculation, I come too soon and your friends uh, laugh at you and make you feel shit, then you have to question the friendship. Don't mm, question yeah. the fact that you, that you shouldn't reveal this. Question your friends rather. Um, if you're telling your friends, you know what, I can't meet a girl that I want, I'm too nervous, I have, I'm scared of rejection, uh, it's the same thing. If your friends are laughing at you, question your friendship. Don't question the fact that you're being honest with your friends. Yeah, that's great. It's it's like the people you surround yourself with and that's why we're, we've built like a community of people like 
Gabrielle and I, for people like to really talk about their dating life and their sex life so openly and so freely without any judgment and like complete acceptance. And when you do that, that's that's even half the battle about being there, talking about that and then expressing that. Like it's so amazing and I thank you again for being here and talking about that because the thing is you don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to go through that shame. You don't have to hang around with people who fucking make you feel shit for the human being who you are because you're going through these um struggles. It's like it's not your fault. And the thing is, if you think you have to use sprays, pills, and creams, and then all of a sudden, it's basically a band-aid fix for a, um, and then all of a sudden, all the money, not to mention you're spending on this long term, and for the prim- like, and it's such an easy thing for people to say, like, just take this pill, um, this pill, and then that's all sorted. But there's so many components of premature ejaculation, like the your masturbation habits, the porn, um, also your mindsets, your story about sexuality, about your upbringing up about sexuality, um, your connection to your own sexuality. There's, there's a lot of things. And then you talk about remedies, like adding that in the future, exercises, things like this, allowing you to um, express your emotions because sometimes if you tighten the chest and you tighten the stomach, it's like it can be like it can really tighten that area and then it'll make you pop a lot more quicker and there's like all these things and everyone's like give me that blanket thing about how to cure premature ejaculation usually it starts with the fucking up here not to mention it it, 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 if you don't have your dating life sort of what's going to happen is you're going if you don't have your dream partner and you're like looking to really attract her and you've got all this fucking pressure to meet this girl no wonder you're fucking nervous in the bedroom like gabriel has an abundance of women like nothing i've ever seen in my fucking life and then all of a sudden he still has that like pressure like let's here we go and then the premature at your ejaculation um, happens not to mention if you're a dude thinking going well i got this girl in my bed and she's she's kind of like my type i don't want to fuck this up so you're already putting so much pressure and your whole body locks up and if you already got a lot of tension in your pelvis because you're sitting down maybe behind behind a computer all day um or you're in yeah you're behind a computer all day like nine to five whatever it is that tension has already built so much pressure around your pelvis area and that's actually going to like lock up a lot more and going to cause you to explode and come so so quickly and then all of a sudden you're thinking oh fuck that's what i'm saying it's like it's not a one size fits thing for everyone and that's why i want to personally if this is resonate with you reach out because the shame and the guilt and the frustration can be completely diminished yeah and even like speaking about the pills sprays and all of that like it's funny i was on the uh, on a call a few days ago um with a guy that was interested in my program and he was basically saying you know what his approach anxiety is so bad and fear of rejection is so bad that he takes a lot of pills before he goes to meet beautiful women because to well to try meet them because uh to numb that anxiety and he says uh if he doesn't take pills it's uh like i don't know a, a depressants or antidepressants just with the he's not a depressive person but just with the side effects of numbing his emotions he just needs to numb them he said otherwise he can't get himself to speak to a girl without being too nervous and the thing is like even if that was a solution then you have to do it for the rest of your life. Like imagine you, um, a girl, like you at a barbecue and then you see a cute girl and you get introduced to her. You have to go quickly take your pills. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Not only is it bad for your health, but also it just doesn't make sense because you're not. It's obvious you're not treating the real um, disease. You're not re- treating the real cause that you're so afraid. You don't know what to do. Uh, you don't know how to handle the anxiety. You don't know what to think about. You're obviously thinking the wrong things. So people are just going straight to the symptoms. Let me just try numb it. Okay. And I, w- I was telling this guy, I mean, 
basically look that's that's not the it's not the solution um it's not the, the solution but i understand the because i was even there i went at a stage to the doctor as um i was saying to get a creams and stuff for uh pe for premature ejaculation and uh the the mindset is basically oh well if there's something a quick fix let me just do it let me just get the stuff but the problem is those things never really work they never really work and they never really treat the real disease that's always there your thought patterns or you knowing what to do it's never really treated so you always have to really go deep down and really understand what's going on and otherwise you'll just always live a life with that thing in the back of your mind you'll never really be satisfied in your dating life in your sex life and for PE as well just on that note just to make it really clear it's like sometimes a PE comes because um, um, because a lot of guys are thinking fuck I've actually got to quickly perform and do something right now and I've got to put my cock in to give her an amazing experience or if I don't put my um, cock in this woman then all of a sudden it's gonna, she's going to have a shit experience it's like and then all of a sudden you go, you quickly got to put your penis in ASAP. Like as soon as she's ready, do it and fuck, fuck her as hard and as quick as you can. I know before we wrap this up, man, do you want to like break down like some of the learnings that you got about like that have really helped you with the PA? Yeah, for sure. So like even something that Andrew just said there, like the something that in my head, like that I had like the wrong mindset was even unconsciously. It wasn't so much consciously, but uh, basically the sexual experience was basically I put so much pressure on myself to perform. I put so much pressure on myself to make sure that I need to give her a good time. Who even cares about me? I have to give her a good experience. I put so much pressure and that's often times when I would have the, the PE because it just put so much pressure and there was lots of mindsets basically one little thing is like really taking it slower understanding that I can take the pressure off. And there was all these little mindsets that I learned on um, Andrew's retreat, all these mindsets, even specific, what really resonated with me because I'm a very logical person, is not just the mindset, but also actual techniques and practical things to do to actually slow down. Things like just understanding about um, massaging her and what specific things and ways to do it and like just understanding that you don't have to go straight for the the end point you don't have to go straight, straight for the kill <laughs> yeah you don't have to go straight to that point and like for me just taking it easy taking it slower and but using specific mindsets that andrew teaches on his retreat using specific exercises because to me i noticed a big correlation between when i was in the bedroom and rushing it and uh putting so much pressure on myself that's when i would get pe when I slow down, like even sometimes I get in the bedroom now and I'm just thinking, okay, well, take your time, slow down. Like uh, it's also, I must have a good experience. Like that's when it pretty much, it's completely vanished. It's completely gone away. I never get the, the PE like I used to. So uh, and it's certain mindsets that I use from Andrew's um, retreat, certain techniques, certain exercises. And then I know like it's completely gone. Yeah, amazing stuff, man. Amazing stuff. And not to mention like breathing exercise. So all this like yeah. natural stuff because you don't need to be stuck of like thinking, what is this like quick solution? Because it's sometimes not. Sometimes we go through this stuff and we, we go through these exercises, these mindset shifts. It could be instantaneous and then you practice this and this is your new norm. It's just the thing is just because as Gabriel said before, it's like you've been basically brought up a certain way. It doesn't mean you have to, um, it has to end like this. 
Yeah, and I think uh, also a big one, you talk about it a lot, like your masturbation habits and how you were raised around sex. Like I know for me, like, and I started having these thoughts uh, on Andrew's retreat and started bringing awareness to this. I know that the first time I masturbated, it was basically so um, a friend of mine, um, I, I don't know exactly how old I was, probably like 16, 15 so pretty odd, I think 16. Um, a friend of mine uh, slept over, whatever. He was sleeping on the couch and I was in my bed. And then I was just like on my phone looking at like some porn or stuff. But I was like under the covers just in case I was hiding away. I like made sure my phone was muted. And I remember like hiding behind the bed just in case because he was like a few feet away just in case he would potentially see so it was a bit like i was hiding away so unconsciously i developed this thing of like um like hiding away and i remember trying to uh, even though it was like the the first time i was going as fast as i can uh just because i was scared like what happens if my parents hear what happens if my friend sees even though he's like sleeping and he's like uh five six feet away like so i did it super super quick and trained my brain to like come super quickly and also be afraid about it and nervous and have to get it done as quickly as possible. So I understand where lots of these mindsets came from. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the, the yeah, you're right, man. Like, thanks for sharing that as well. It's like the, ang- the anxiety that you've unconsciously built around sex is like, get it done quickly. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't talk about it. You shouldn't mm. make any noise and you should be doing it in secrecy and make sure that no one catches you touching yourself or doing things like that. And then... That's why at Ignite, what we do is our first event. It's more predominantly focused around performance stuff so then guys can start rewriting their own sexual stories and their patterns around sexuality and giving like really strong mindsets to take away and techniques as well to actually implement. So it's like, fuck, I'm not a fucked up. I'm not broken. It's just I was never educated about sex. The thing is you will never educated about sexuality you'll never got the proper like guidance in this area for god's sake man my dad didn't give it to me i'm sure your dad didn't give you the education it's kind of like don't talk about it son when you find your partner it's going to happen and yeah basically i was raised where it's like um like there should be no whatever you call it pda public displays of affection like no like sexual conversations sexual um any type of sexual uh physicality all of that should be behind closed doors. Um, there shouldn't be anything, nothing like even like um, watching movies with sex or anything that that's, uh, shouldn't be done. Um, if you're going to do it, make sure that you watch it behind closed doors. All of that type of stuff. And the thing is, uh, again, you, don't, you can't blame your parents, but uh, the, the thing is, that's just the society. But the, the thing, as Andrew keeps on saying, is you aren't fucked up because... The thing is, like, that's what everyone thinks. I remember the mindset that I was having uh, with with premature ejaculation is like, okay, well, no one speaks about this stuff, so is it only me? <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. am I the only guy that, that has this? Um, and then I remember that's what's amazing through uh, working on stuff with women, through improving my dating life. Then you start to be more real with people. You start to, everyone shares their issues because it's a safe space. And you start to see, okay, well, everyone has issues with women, but no one was really speaking about sex. But even like, um, I even challenge you to think about this, like, go to your friends, your group of friends, 
and tell them some of the issues that you have with, with your dating life or your sex life. See how hard it is for you to share this stuff because um, that's an issue right there. The fact that you can't even share a big, big issue that you have in your life with maybe your best friend. Um, well, now we've got a deeper question. Like, um, hold on, what's your friendship even based on? Mm. If you can't even share something that's really giving you a lot of trauma and stress, um, then what is this whole friendship thing that, that society says is friendship? Because you should be able to share it. Okay, you should be able to share these things because one step of not feeling like you're fucked up and feeling so ashamed is by not hiding it away. So go and share it. I'm not saying update your Facebook status that you <laughs> you struggle with women or you have uh, issues in bed, but go to your best friend and uh, this is an exercise I would give you guys and tell him like uh, your biggest issue in the bedroom. Um, tell it, have a genuine conversation, bro. Like I really struggle to keep it up, bro. I really struggle with uh, premature ejaculation. Have a conversation. Start, even though your best friend might not be able to give you any advice at all. Okay, uh, maybe he'd even give you the wrong advice. But the whole mindset here is being okay to talk about it without just hiding it away. And you might also, like a true leader, we always talk about about this benevolent leadership. About a true leader always goes first, and. You might have just given your um, friend permission to actually go, hey, bro, I'm actually going through the same thing. And he might go, hey, you know what? I'm not going through that, but I've actually got this going on. So it's causing you to both be realer in your relationships and the way that you relate to each other. I'm like, yo, this is the new level of the relationship, the relating that I want to have with you as well. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic. And if he if he kind of laughs at your sniggers, it's like, yo, he's just really showing... Um, the capacity of the friendship that he can have and it might not be something that you want to move forward with him. Yeah, it's even the same as uh, on this topic. It's like lots of guys, I know for me it was a big one, like always thinking in the back of my mind, um, if I do come too soon with this girl, she's going to laugh or she, and, uh, like she's going to give bad reactions. And I remember speaking to Andrew about this stuff and it all comes down to, like Andrew can share his thoughts, but at the end of the day, you basically, it's good for you to find that out because if she is uh, laughing at any issues you have, even if it's issues in, in your confidence or issues that you um, you don't feel worthy enough or you have uh, sexual issues, premature ejaculation, if the girl is directly laughing at you, well, it's it's good for you to see that you're with the wrong type of girl, okay? It shows, it's nothing about you, it shows about her character, okay? Um, so the thing is, I know I've also, I spoke to a lot of guys on Andrew's um, retreat and it was actually two guys that actually mentioned to me that um, they also always worried like, you know, what happens if the girl laughs or if she gives negative reactions, uh, all of these things. And again, that's the the character of the girl. Don't let uh, her make you feel bad because she's a, a certain type of person. It's the same as if you get rejected by a girl. If you're trying to approach her, you're trying to work on your dating life, and she says to you, "Leave me alone. You're a loser." That's got nothing. That doesn't mean you're a loser. That means it's something about her character. It shows that she's not uh, socially calibrated enough. Uh, she's not. She doesn't understand how to communicate her emotions. Maybe she's having a bad day. Okay, whatever it is, but. Um, yeah, it's not good behavior on her part. So it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah, and no, I couldn't couldn't agree more. And Pierre and I, back in the day, if you don't know who Pierre is, Pierre used to um, be with um, SQL and he's moved on doing some amazing masculinity training. So he talked about a concept consistently 
called talked about like reading leading with controversy and this is a beautiful way of actually doing this um without you even realizing it and this is just like a little tip for you guys to take away it's like when we talk about leading with controversy pierre and i would always talk about as well like putting your most like fucked up stories on the table what you perceived as fucked up like i always talk about it with women are like how i nearly got locked up doing drugs um some insecurities about myself and then when I'm doing that and they're judging me straight away like and I'm like opening up about these stories um and I can just see they're like they're really judging me it's like do I really want to be with a woman who's actually judging me for who I am and actually this is the authentic version of who I am and then essentially when you get to the bed and then you have premature ejaculation and then say it's the first time she starts laughing at you or ridiculing you and you just tell her hey that's not cool I've been going through this for quite some time and then she keeps laughing. That just shows the character of the woman that you're actually speaking to. And she's basically um, deselected herself out of your life. And it's, it's a beautiful thing of like going, cool, I don't need a person like this. And she's just shown her character for the future of what it's like for you to be in such a vulnerable position of you going through such an intense um, experience of premature ejaculation. Then she goes, you know what? I don't want you in my life. Um, she, she just laughs at you. And then you're like, thank you so much for showing who you are. But you know what? All the best. Yeah, for sure. And it is, uh, obviously, I know it is a tough, I've been in that situation in the past where you come too soon and the girl uh, laughs at you like she's like, um, I've had that exact situation. And the thing is, um, I think maybe uh, a few times and and I remember speaking to guys on the retreat and it's interesting that um, lots of guys have had similar experiences. And what the girls don't understand is how much that can actually shape you. Because it can shape guys into basically uh, just an experience like that can really shape you into, well, obviously I'm going to put so much pressure on myself because I don't want another girl to laugh at me. Mm. And the thing is, yes, I understand that. Andrew understands that. But the thing is, yeah, look, some girls are just, um, that's just the, the way they are. There's some guys that aren't good people, aren't nice people. Maybe she's not even doing it consciously, but that's the thing. You you just basically showed showed yourself that you shouldn't be around that girl okay you shouldn't be with her i've uh, been dating so many girls and then i find out that they do heavy drugs and then all what goes on in my mind is just okay well i found this out now i know that we're not the right fit okay so it's it's a good good uh, you have to like basically reframe it so that she's helping you realize that you're not the right fit for her yeah um, yeah yeah and uh look it's uh it's interesting because no guys ever want to talk about this stuff. No guys ever want to talk about how, like, maybe they came too soon or they didn't perform well and the girl laughed at them or the girl th- said, uh, like, I remember I was in a situation where um, the girl didn't have the sexual experience that she wanted and she's like, oh, I thought you'd do better. I thought uh, you'd give me a better experience or something like that. Um, and I remember it's like, it's it's just like mean behavior. But the thing is, um, it does also build you up. You need to realize like, okay, well, that's not the girl that I want to be with. I understand more so what I need to do. And when I do get better at having better sexual experiences like I am now, I'm only going to give this to the woman that deserve it. Like that's the way I see it now. 100% man. It's like, yeah, it's beautiful. As I, said, I don't actually have much more to add to that because that's absolutely phenomenal, man. And thank you for sharing so intimately as well about your life. And I know this is this podcast today is definitely going to help the men of the world and hopefully and it will give them more permission to talk about this area of their life and be more free about it so before we wrap up today man is there anything you'd like to um is the last final words 
Yeah, final words. If you have any problems in the bedroom, you're not fucked up. There's nothing wrong with you. Just uh, reach out to Andrew. Just like if you have any issues with anything, there's nothing wrong with you. You can fix it and you can always make a change. Awesome. I said, thank you so much for being here. I said, there was a lot of gold dropped on today's podcast and I appreciate it, man. Also, um, with that being said, guys, if you do... If this really um, reached out to you today and you really felt connected to this episode in regards to like you're going through premature ejaculation, even if you're going through erectile dysfunction, you're not fucked up and you're not broken. And I just want to say, if you have any questions for myself about sexuality, please reach out and send me a personalized um, email. I read that or reach me out on Facebook or wherever I am. And if you also, with your dating life, if you are struggling with this area of your life, please, you can hit up Gabriel, you can hit me up and I'll get you in direct contact with him. So then essentially, it's a, it's a double whammy. Meet the dream partner and give her the most insane experience of her life. So Gabriel, once again, thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Andrew. And uh, thanks everyone for listening.